Welcome to the Sales Pro Chat Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association, helping sales-focused professionals discover new tools, trends, and strategies. Please welcome your host, Bill Bannum. Welcome to the July Sales Pro Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Bannum, and today I'm very lucky to be joined by Laurie Richardson. Laurie Richardson is founder and CEO of Score More Sales. Laurie leads efforts for B2B frontline sales growth and works with technology brands worldwide. Laurie's a people person, a super connector, and she gets great joy in helping newer SDRs and other sales reps learn ways to grow net new revenues. Laurie is also president of Women Sales Pros, an organization dedicated to helping smart, savvy women get into B2B sales positions and sales leadership. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. Laurie, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. We've got a lot to talk about today around the theme of women in sales and sales leadership. So firstly, you're president of Women Sales Pros, a group of top women B2B sales experts who are keynote speakers, sales consultants, sales trainers, coaches, bloggers, and best-selling authors. Can you can you tell us a bit about what it is and what it does and, and why this matters? Absolutely. Women Sales Pros has evolved just like everything else in the sales world, I think, and business in general. When Women Sales Pros initially started, it was a group, as you mentioned, of women sales experts to help show people where to find us to invite us for main stage opportunities. So we went to a lot of conferences and they were mostly men on the stage talking about sales. And this was actually uh, championed by Jill Conrath a number of years ago. We wanted to have a place where when someone said, well, I don't know any women sales experts, we could say, oh, go to this website. So that's how it started and it's evolved to now include championing more women into sales roles through a number of ways and also to champion women who are in companies to either get into sales leadership or help support them as sales leaders. So overall, it's it's a big movement just for more women in sales. Which women in sales or sales leadership inspire you and, and why? I've had the pleasure of meeting so many amazing women in the last couple of years I definitely have to put Jill Conrath at the top of my list. She's been a champion for women in sales for, gosh, I don't know, 10 10 or so years, uh, maybe longer. She is uh, an amazing speaker and author, uh, best-selling sales author. She's always talked up women in sales and always is able and willing to speak to that. But, you know, I've met so many women who are VPs of sales, which a lot of us don't normally run into. Also, chief revenue officers who are women. 
it, it's been just enlightening to me to find all these amazing women. There's probably several hundred of them that I, I have uh, a, my list of, of women and uh, I, I can't pick any, you know, any one, but uh, I can focus on people. There's a woman named Lauren Chacon who was VP of sales with constant contact. You're probably familiar with that. I'm sure your audience is. And they were acquired by a much bigger company, Endurance, and she's VP of sales for them now. So seeing women grow and move into bigger roles, I, I love seeing that. And I, I love um, talking about them and championing, championing them. Now, we're going, to, uh, we're going to get to the nuts and bolts a bit more later, but on, at, a, at a higher level, uh, what top bits of advice would you offer for women looking to get into sales? I have to say that sales is the best career for unlimited earnings. And, and you know, that's the first thing that I think is very important to talk about. It is also a very black and white profession. And when I say that, I mean, you know where you stand from a performance standpoint, I always found that very comforting. It was not subjective based on what my manager thought or my manager's manager. It was, I was doing my numbers or I was not doing my numbers. It's very clear cut. And the great thing is that it can be a very flexible position. You know, it could be a remote role, which a lot of sales is. Uh, the whole inside sales profession has grown by leaps and bounds. It could be fl- more flexibility with hours. So when I was a single mom, uh, I took advantage of that. I did my numbers and nobody bothered me. If I needed to leave early or come in late, I did that. And and that's those are the biggest things I would say to women about whether to consider a role in sales. And how can companies develop more women sales leaders? Well, that's that's the tricky part because there there are a lot of industries that I'm focused on. I'm not talking about every sales job in North America, but there are many roles in teams that are what I call a male majority. So a male majority sales team is not always a place that a woman might want to come and work. For me, again, when I was a single mom, I sought out compensation that was equal to my male counterpart. So the fact that I was working with mostly men didn't bother me a bit. I wanted the pay and I I wanted the opportunity. There's a lot of unconscious bias in how teams function, how leaders lead, how environments are set up. And so it takes a lot of thought and sometimes outside opinion or uh, a lot of input from employees to determine whether the, there's an environmental issue in terms of recruiting more women uh, that can keep women out. So can job descriptions. Job descriptions often have male bias in them. It can be a real issue. And so once you have the candidates in and and women are hired and brought in more into companies, then things are smooth sailing. I find that the Sometimes the most difficult part are those those early things and identifying, you know, are we really balanced and, you know, is it kind of a gender neutral environment or are there definitely issues? When it comes to getting more from sales teams, what are some of the unique challenges that you see in organizations, particularly in your case, medium sized organizations? What, what are some of those challenges and obstacles? I don't think there are unique challenges uh, other than the fact that I think that a lot of young 
sales managers, if they are young male sales managers, a lot of times managers aren't trained on how to manage. We're just, we just promote the good salespeople. And why our industry does that, I have no idea, but we've done it for years. And they're without generalizing because there's no broad brush about every woman or every man. A lot of women tend to sell differently and we are more collaborative in, in a lot of ways. We have, uh, we utilize things like empathy and intuition a little differently than men do. And that's a, a lot because of how we were raised more than anything else. And it so it makes us sell differently. Um, if you've ever followed, you know, Jill, Jill Conrath did uh, a blog about called "I Sell Like a Girl," and it was kind of a takeoff of a commercial that was very popular. Uh, it it's very it's a really good read because it talks about how you know she never really felt like she was selling. She was just talking to people and getting them excited and sharing her enthusiasm and excitement, and that led to sales. So um, I think that that's probably the only issue. I think in every other sense, it's, it's really not an issue. Do you believe that there is still a perception that many sales roles, uh, for example, those in the automotive sector, are, are male-dominated? And is, is that a justified perception? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, that's, that's part of why I'm writing a book about it. That's why I speak all over North America about it. There are companies with male majority sales teams and sales leadership in technology, software as a service, SaaS, uh, manufacturing, telecom, utilities, distribution, which would include automotive, uh, some professional services. The, the only categories we don't really find as much of an issue, because there will be people that say, oh, we have lots of women on our sales team. And I would say, is it a marketing marketing company or maybe educational with former teachers, also pharma, pharmaceutical, they have a different issue, they have a different gender issue. But other than those, we find it all over the board. And when it comes to women in, in sales leadership roles, it is just such an underserved area. It, it's remained flat for more than 10 years. And only depending on whose data you look at, 14 to 19% of sales leaders are women. That's the second highest gender equity gap across all functions in a company. So that's pretty big. Let's, let's get a bit anecdotal for a moment. And any stories that you can share about your career journey that might help other women rise to the top of sales like yourself? You know, I often talk about how I've had to really talk my way into a company to be hired. I, I had a senior vice president who wanted me to go into customer service when I had a sales role at a competitor uh, of theirs. And they had never hired a woman in outside sales or in sales of any type. And once they did hire me, which was after several excruciating interviews and a whole lot of time and a whole lot of hoops to jump, I, you know, I, I closed a very large opportunity and showed them that they needed to be a little more open-minded in the future. And it paved the way for more women to work in that company in sales. Now, it's not always that easy to do. Um, but what I've learned as a seller is if, if I'm new in a company, I'm working really hard. I'm watching, I'm learning from the most successful people. 
And I believe that results speak for themselves. And when you've earned the right through through business that you've brought in, through the job that you've done, you've earned the right to speak and your voice, you know, needs to be heard. So that's an example of, you know, really just focusing on the task at hand, which is to grow revenues. That's what salespeople are hired to do, to bring in net new business in most cases. So focus on that and, and do your job and learn from the best, the most successful people in that role in your company and outside of that company. And, and you'll be successful. You've previously spoken about how women have not traditionally stepped up to apply for management roles. You, you've also highlighted problems with how we recruit and interview for sales positions. Why are women underrepresented in sales and sales management roles? Can, can you give us your take on that? There's a, a side of it that is upon the company to make some changes. Companies need to do certain things. I, I've actually found five different uh, areas that I think companies need to work on. And then I think women ourselves need to work on five different areas. And, and between the two, that's what brings us more women on the sales team. For sure, if, if a woman is interviewing in a company and she doesn't see women in leadership roles in a company, and this happens all the time, especially mid-market. So perhaps the enterprise, very large companies, you know, they have diversity officers and they, they're adding more women in sales. But if I go to a, a, a small mid-sized company or, a, or you know, mid-market of some type, and I don't see a woman in executive leadership, I'm going to think that I probably don't have an opportunity to ever really grow in the organization. If I go to Glassdoor, which is a great telling place to learn about how people treat their employees online, if I read that as as a woman, someone wasn't treated very well or something, you know, that's going to limit me to be less than interested in that company. So those are things, there are many things companies can do. And there are also things that women can do to really, I don't say lean in, I say jump in, jump in and step up and, and go for a role that maybe you don't feel you, you reach every qualification, but learn about it, meet people, get to know what the opportunity is about, get to know the company and find companies that you resonate with. You, you like what they stand for and you like or admire them and their products and services. We can sell those things that we really admire. Thank you. That question there kind of focused more on the individual. Now, now let's switch focus and talk a bit about companies. What, what are your top tips sure. for, for recruiting women into sales? I think the biggest idea is companies need to be more open-minded. They need to have a conscious effort that we're going to recruit more women. Recently, there was a company I have been talking with, and they were getting awards for being a great company to work for, and even in diversity, uh, but they had no women on their sales team. So they made a conscious effort from the top of the company, the C-level, we're going to build a more diverse sales team. We want more women in sales. And they took a lot of suggestions that I gave them to heart and put them in place and you know they've turned the tide on that and and so i think that if executive leadership is behind the changes 
and they're supportive and they're willing to invest in it, then change can happen. If they're not, then it's just a bunch of talk and it's rhetoric. And, and that's what we've been doing for many years. Now it's time for things to really happen and for actions to to be taken. And that's what I'm really excited about because I'm seeing it happen now. Part of the CPSA's mandate is to to educate and promote the education of, of sales uh, at all different levels. One of the most common first jobs after college is, is a sales career, of course. And yet there, there still are not that many sales degree programs out there, for example. Well, why do you think this is? And what can we do to encourage more women to enter a sales career? Uh, maybe at the university level and 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 beyond, and and then climb the the sales career ladder. Yes, that's that's a fascinating topic. I, I know that in the U.S. there are probably at least seventy, maybe more schools that do have sales programs. Now that's not a lot compared to how many colleges and universities in North America, for sure. But there are some exciting things happening. I, I think I'd rather focus on those than, you know, that the fact that there aren't as many. I think that because sales gets a bad rap as a career, a lot of women and their parents, young women and their parents probably don't think of that first as the best opportunity. And so I I encourage people to keep an open mind and look into some of these programs. It, It will not hurt you to learn about sales, no matter what you do in your career, because we all sell as we know. And even if I go into marketing, I go into something else, I can learn the basic fundamentals about sales, which will help me as a person and it will help me in everything I do in my life. So I'm all for getting as much learning as you can, even online. Yes, pretty much everybody is a salesperson in some capacity. I I, I believe that too. Um, Laurie, before we wrap things up for today, and I I can't believe that uh, this interview has gone so fast and we're at the end of it almost. (laughs) um, how, How can our listeners learn more about you? Well, they can go to Women's Sales Pros. We have a a new site that we're launching. We're very excited about that. Uh, We are on Twitter at Women's Sales Pros. We are launching all sorts of different social media opportunities. So look, look for us on any social media that you happen to be on. Hopefully you will find us. But for sure, I can be reached at Lori at Scoremore Sales and uh, women sales pros wonderful well that just leaves me to say laurie richardson thank you for being the guest on sales bro chat this month thank you bill it's been my pleasure and listeners until next time thanks very much for tuning in thank you for listening to sales pro chat podcast brought to you by the canadian professional sales association